welcome back to Tap That Easy Podcast. This is take number seven, so let's see how this goes. Welcome back. I hope you're having an awesome week. I'm going to try to do this intro a little bit slower, and maybe my mouth will not exceed my brain, and I can keep up with what I'm going to say. See? So far, so good. Welcome back. Um, Glad you guys are listening to this episode. Now, the guests in this episode have a little history with Tap That Easy. The first guest, he was the very first, I took a picture of him for my very first post for Tap That Easy on Instagram back in November of 2016. The other guest, she was mentioned in the Arizona Beer Book for her beer expertise. And so excited to get these two on the show. Before we get into that though, A Taste of AZ Magazine, if you haven't seen it, it is a quarterly magazine that we're putting out. We just started it in January. Issue 2 will be out in April. Very excited for that. And it's completely free. You can get it. There's about 80 places throughout the state right now that carry it. They go pretty quickly because, like I said, they are free. And people are like, how much are these? They're free. No shit. These are badass. And they take them. And they love them. So uh, you can also subscribe to the magazine a taste of az.com is the website that is a taste of az.com when you get to the website up at the top it says free magazine click on that fill out your info and we'll send you a brand new magazine every single quarter so thank you guys for all the support thanks for listening to the show thanks for being awesome let's get into this one now if you haven't been to sleepy whale you need to go this place is just a cool cool place cool layout great people and the selection is off the charts. So let's wrap this up. Almost two minutes in. Okay, let's get in this one. Let's tap into the Sleepy Whale. I was waiting for you to be fully, fully <laughs> geared up for me to taste it. Um. I could just tell by the, by the smell. Well, first of all, I could tell by the recommendation that it was going to be good coming from you. So, yeah. <laughs> and here. Caught me on a good day. <laughs> so, as you hear, like if you get up closer there. Hello. Ah, see? <laughs> yep. And so, that, what's cool about it is um, so you can kind of hear the music, but if we just turned on everybody else, like you can't really hear it. Yeah. So, it drowns it out, but it, uh, I don't know what I'm saying. Just. <laughs> Follow along and act like. Are you impressed? Yeah, <laughs> are you impressed by the words that I used? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are you? What are you having? Uh, this is the hibiscus tangelo goza from Wilderness. Ooh, very yeah. nice. It's nice for the warmer weather, that's for sure. Light, lightly salted, like Tony. Yeah. Wait, wait, is it like Tony tart like, or the lightly salted or all of it? Yeah, like all of it. All of it. I mean, he's some days he's tart, <laughs> salty, you know. Sparingly. (laughs) Healthy amount, I guess. Healthy amount, a responsible (laughs) amount, yes. Yeah. I'm only saying that so I have job security. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) We're not recording this part. Perfect. We are recording this part, actually, I should tell you. (laughs) That's okay. Well, we should, we might as well get started. We're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're rolling. So, Tiffany Fowler. Yes. Not the sister of Gus Fowler. No, even though we've kind of played into it. Yeah. (laughs) You have. Yeah, 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 that's my brother. You had me going. I was like, no shit. And then you guys were like, well, just laugh. Same last name. It's even funnier, too, because we um, both grew up playing soccer, too. And so we have a lot of mutual friends through that. Ah. So kids that I grew up coaching 
are like, oh, well, I didn't know Gus was your brother. I've known him just as long. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? He is. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of came along with it. But they just assumed like, okay, you guys grew up playing soccer together. You guys must be related. So so it was easier to just agree yeah. with it than actually explain the exactly. truth. Exactly. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, Gus is nice. So it you know, makes me look better, I guess. It, absolutely. <laughs> that is a good, that is not a bad uh, truck to hit your wagon to. Yeah. I don't know if that, is that, is that an inappropriate comment? No. That's no, not at all. <laughs> Tony is here like, what is happening? You don't know what you just disagree with all of it. We are recording now, okay. so uh, this is just you know another one of those. I don't know how to do intros, so we're we're no, already starting kind that's of perfect. thing. <laughs> just roll right into it. I like it. Yeah. So we met Tiffany, and so Gus Fowler is. Uh, I met Gus at the shop, um, but Gus is opening Safe Haven yeah. Brewery right downtown. That's pretty exciting. Super stoked. He's yeah. been talking about it forever, and he's been um, working on home recipes and. I mean, just just the amount of work he's done in the craft beer industry here and the relationships he's built there has just been amazing. I, I'm so proud of him. I'm glad he found a rad space and it's, you know, walkable distance to so many awesome things happening in downtown Phoenix, too. So yeah. I'm super yeah. excited to, you know, finally get in there and check out some of his stuff and what he's been working on. So Heck yeah. The family brewery. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. Point. <laughs> <laughs> Again, another thing I can hang you and be like, yeah, 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 that's my brother. That's it's my brother. Yeah. Yes. I'll take that beer and chat. <laughs> Tony. I, so Tony, I don't know if you know this, but I, I was going to look today and then I forgot like to actually look at the specific date, but he was the first picture on tap that easy ever, Dang. ever. Like it was before I think he even started to well, that didn't make sense. I had to have started it by then to actually have the account, right? Yeah. That or you changed the name, but I don't I know might. what it was before. Yeah. What's the stash there? No, it was not. Oh. Back in my no, we got a. I don't think I would have recognized you. <laughs> you brought, yeah, you know, he was very, uh, and you, your hair wasn't that long, like either, no, right? A bit shorter, yeah. Yeah, man, he was, uh, he was a whole, new, a whole different person. <laughs> but we had met several times before there because I would go in and, you know, but it was that day that I got my growler of, um, of the candy bar candy milk stout, yep. yeah, and I made him pose, and he happily posed. Like yeah. there was no apprehension. He's like, "Fuck yeah, I will." <laughs> But, dude, congratulations on the spot. I know this is a late congratulations, right? Thank you guys you. have been in operation for a while, but... Coming up on two years Damn, here, yeah. Dude, holy shit. Yeah. Wow. I know. Well, congratulations Thank on you. your two-year anniversary. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let's let's start with... Um, so, for you, where did it start with craft beer? Like, are you from Arizona? Yeah, born and raised okay. in Arizona. Okay. Um, I mean, I, a little bit of craft beer. I, I mean, I've been in the industry for a long time. Uh, in the service industry for a while and kind of getting into craft beer i mean a little bit i think bartending at oregano's a little bit but okay. steve mcfate was actually a regular of mine and right he, in that like right when next I was, door to it of when, the fate that was op- that opened no so i worked at oregano's in old town which was closer uh, to his house so gotcha, he would come gotcha. in and, and grab dinner and and uh, a beer and we we'd catch chatting and kind of catching up on things and I got to know him over time, and he was like, man, he's like, I'd really like you to come work at the brewery. And, I, I mean, I'm super loyal to where I'm at, and I was very hesitant. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You get a and discount finally, on those deep dish pizzas it, it, and yeah. shit, yeah. I'm like, I'm, I'm hooked up here at Oregano, so I really like it. But um, I finally went in there one time and, and checked it out and had lunch, and, and I really liked the spot, just quaint, cute little place. And I was like, this is awesome. So yeah. I kind of worked a couple shifts, and and I really liked the staff. It just like felt like family immediately. Yeah. So it was Really Did you notice a difference? Of, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of that was kind of the, the intro and start into craft beer. Yeah. Did you notice a big difference when you went from you know an oregano's type place to to a brewery? As um, far as I mean, definitely. Like I, I worked for smaller mom and pop kind of 
not as as franchisey okay. um, spots. But I mean, Oregano's did a good job with with keeping it feel very family. Yeah. And, but yes, definitely smaller, and it, it was it was awesome. Just walking, yeah. in, I, I miss that when they used to brew there in the beginning, and then they moved to the south location. And, yeah. And I mean, I just I miss that smell in the morning. It was, yeah. it was one of my favorite things. We had the pizzas too, right? They had the pizza oven. I yep. think they still have that, right? Yep, the way they would fire it up there, yeah. Yeah, so you had that combo and it had the neighborhood feel, right? We we lived, so when my, my wife and I first moved in together, before we were married, we were at like Tatum and Shea. So, uh, right at the, we were looking to move around the same time that, that Fate was was building out and uh, I kept driving by and like opening soon. I'm like, shit, man, like we're right down the street and then we moved and then it opened, you know, so, but we still would make the trip because awesome. we loved, we loved that neighborhood. We loved just, just what was created there, you know, so for your, for you to go into craft beer at, at that type of organization, that's pretty awesome. It, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, and what about you? Like how, Tiffany, when did you get into oh god um so i actually worked at mesa pasty uh cornish pasty and they like had is that another pasty yeah um i worked there my one of my old roommates worked there and i was working for native new yorker at the time and i was like man this is just really i, I got sick of having ranch and wing sauce on me at all yeah. times so i was like oh man being a vegetarian i was like uh, I'm never eating ranch for a very long time. Yeah. I'm back on that, so it's fine. Um, on the vegetarian or the ranch? On the ranch. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I started at uh, Cornish Pasty um, and worked with a lot of, like, English beers and a lot of, you know, craft beer that I'd never had before. And yeah. um, working there was just obviously a 180. I mean, you're working with a bunch of <laughs> trash pandas like me. So yeah. it, it, was, it was probably the most fun and probably the most alcohol I've consumed in the yeah. industry time. But... <laughs> Um, learned a lot about craft beer there, and then I started working at Postino um, and Upwards, and they had a lot of craft beer on, too, and okay. um, eventually met John Buford, and um, Chris Rogers and I uh, had worked at Postino together, too, and remember going on a trip to Thailand for a month, and I came back, and almost everyone I liked was gone. I was like, where did everyone go? They're like, oh, we're going to Wilderness. Uh, Arizona uh, Wilderness is a new brewery that opened up. I was like... Well, I can't work here without you guys, so right. <laughs> I started uh, splitting my time between the two and went to Wilderness. And did you know John? At the, so you had met John, and then yeah, and John then... was a regular at Postino, so I had okay. met him very briefly. I didn't have like a crazy relationship like some of the bartenders at uh, uh, Postino at the time, but I knew of him and um, started working there. And it was, you know, some some really rad bartenders and servers, and I really liked the feel and the beer was fantastic, and yeah. I learned so much there. Um, and then Rate Beer, uh, top brewery in the world happened. And I was like, I didn't even know what Rate Beer was right? when it happened. And so <laughs> yeah. we went from like, Chris and I probably spent more time together at that, at that moment than seeing our significant others at the time either. Cause we were just like carpooling together and what was uh, your, constantly. what was your guys' roles at Like, um, so we bartended and served. Okay. So, um, yeah. and he ended up, uh, brewing too, but it was, it was awesome. Like it was such a nice little community. I met so many rad people that I still see here at Sleepy. Um, yeah, you know, it's it's regulars that become extended family. So I loved that feel. I loved the community feel and learning all the ins and outs of beer. It was just it was very interesting and kept my attention. So, you know, graduated college, I was like, I feel like I'm just going to stay in the service industry. So <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you've developed a reputation as the the beer knowledge person, right? I mean. You're in the book. You're in the Arizona beer yeah. book, right? <laughs> uh, but so was there a point where you were like, this is really for me? Like where you where, where things just kind of turned and 
you know, I mean, not that something specific, but yeah, you, that um, you know, honestly, I think a lot of it came to uh, the education part of it. Um, I got really into teaching other people about it and having so many new people coming into craft beer, whether customers or servers or bartenders, it was so much fun getting them interested um, into the product. And eventually when I left Wilderness and went to Petal House for a few years and worked with Doc, like that was total game changer because I mean, that, the, the knowledge that man has and, like, his reputation and the way he talks to people and treats people is just in, incredible. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yep. amazing. I agree 100%. Yep. So um, going there and having him, you know, want to teach all the servers and bartenders, it's, it's a lot younger. You know, you have ASU right there. So, you know, if I can teach 21-year-old frat girls and or frat boys and, you know, sorority girls how to sell this craft beer that is just award-winning amazing stuff i'm like yeah. i can teach anyone and yeah. it was almost like a like a gold star for myself where i was like okay cool like if i can do this and so it just kept like motivating me to want to do better and yeah. you know make people feel comfortable with it because i feel like craft beer can be intimidating in some aspects especially if you haven't been into it yeah. and it shouldn't be like a the stereotype of the snobbiness you know um it's very accessible. So yeah, I think that's yeah. what really kept me in it and kept me interested in seeing, you know, what breweries and places are doing with beer now. I'm just like, wait, you did what? You put what in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you allowed to do that? Yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's incredible. And, and so for you, for you guys both to, to see what, what's happened in this beer scene, I mean, food and beverage just in general in Arizona, it's been pretty incredible, yeah. you know, and for you guys to be involved with some of the, the ones that are making making those uh, i don't know kind of breaking down i won't say barriers but making those strides like trailblazers you know and he's got the he's known for the, the is it a kerchief is that what it's called the neck yeah, thing yeah the bandana yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like a trailblazer with that right somehow like some uh, <laughs> uh but no it's it's uh it's really cool to see all all of the passion and all the the just good-hearted people like you were saying like with doc right like mm-hmm. when you when you talk with doc he's He's in the back, and that's where he wants to be. But it's not that he don't, doesn't want to talk to you. He's yeah. just like, this is what I do. Like, come back. I'd love to have you back and tell you a bunch of things that you won't understand. But yeah. trust me, it's, <laughs> it's true, you know. Uh, so, for, so for you, how did, how did things start to change for you, right, once you start working for uh, Fate? And where did it go from there? I mean, I definitely want to touch on community, too. It's, it was just, like, an explosion of, like, man, like, a yeah. lot of working in the neighbor I mean with the neighborhood yeah. the people and a lot of locals that come in it was just I mean it was the, the craft beer community is, is unique everyone is it's so welcoming and like yeah. just awesome so I mean working there for years and then Justin was a regular of mine and it, he, fate. yeah okay and he kind of yeah. did the same thing he was like man I really want you to work when he was getting ready to open <laughs> yeah. tortoise and I was like did the same thing I'm like I don't know man I'm pretty loyal to where I'm at we'll see and it, it took a while and then I started doing that two days a week um, and pushing that and then just seeing, I mean, I love being at Fate and that, but like learning more stuff, more beers coming around, uh, different people coming in, vendors, I mean, just all sorts of stuff. Yeah. I feel like I had the opportunity to learn more at Tortoise. So I, I kind of yeah. made that jump and went there um, and kept pushing forward. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. been a lot of fun. Yeah, right? Yeah. It's, I mean, how much, uh, I mean, how shitty can it be eating food and drinking beer for a living, right? Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So now, now you don't have to go into detail or anything like that. But with you know, we kind of know the ups and downs of with with fate, right? Fate mm-hmm. to, to make fate. So now with you being a business owner, um, were there things that you saw that were you know just? You, you, sometimes we have the opportunity to learn from an outside perspective from something. You know what I mean? So did that just to kind of see the back and forth with it help with your business mindset? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it definitely was a struggle um, watching that whole thing kind of shift around. I mean, I was close with Steve, and yeah. I, mean, I still am, but it, it, yeah, it was hard for him to, you know, I mean, that the whole up and down with that business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, definitely took into account some things, and I mean, I, I loved how they they operated, and like I said, the, the family yeah. thing, and, and that was like, that's kind of what I want to incorporate when I go and, and do my own thing is is family it's the biggest thing in that and the, yeah. the service and you know how we do that so yes there were definitely some things that i i learned for sure that i, I took away yeah um try to focus more on the positives and the things i really yeah, like but absolutely. yeah those little lessons that would okay no i probably shouldn't do that yeah but. right right that's what i'm saying like i said no no details needed or anything like that but there are certain things that you know it, it, with kind of seeing what what happened with that and uh you know it's it's a i was at a point like shit man do i want to own a business like you know it's <laughs> That you're making the right decisions, but but you have to be able to. Uh, obviously, you had the confidence to be like, you know what, we're going to open a business. Yep. Right. So you start working with Justin and Tortoise. Mm-hmm. Uh, with was that with the expectation that um, that you would be opening something, or was it just to kind of I want to bring you on and, and have you help? Yeah, not in the beginning it wasn't. Okay. Um, but I definitely wanted to do something. I mean, I went to ASU and I actually didn't finish getting my Bachelor of Science. I did an internship for a year and a half, and I was like doing both at the same time, and I was like, ah, I don't really. This isn't really my thing. Yeah. So that's, I, I mean, I ended up leaving. I was like, I'm just going to stick with service industry. And I, I really want to push to try and, you know, working on and opening my own spots. And yeah. I talked with Justin about this stuff. I remember having a, a late night conversation uh, one time. And we talked to like 4.30 in the morning and, and we were chatting. Were you guys stuff, like, and both I think at that, home laying on bed, like with the pillow? Like. <laughs> Twirling the phone cord between us. We were fingers. actually, yeah, he was doing some, he was doing some consulting for Gwent in North Scottsdale at the time. And uh-huh. I actually had left fate one night. Um, and chatted with him about a lot of this stuff. And uh, just kind of, I was like, you know, I, I want to do this kind of stuff. And I think I got his wheels turning on that. And But, I mean, I did a lot of, I when I was working at Tortoise, to like, I really wanted to see that business, like, just expand and grow and push. As, you know, it wasn't like a selfish thing. It was like, what can I learn? What can I do and, and pull from this? But also help these guys just do really, really well. I loved what they were doing to, to the beer community. I mean, yeah. like driving down to Pueblo Vida at like six in the morning to go pick up kegs. Like yeah. I love that stuff. I was Hell like, man, yeah. this, this is awesome. Like nobody else has this stuff. There's a lot of people like, love I'm, that stuff. Yeah, right? I was like, I'm really excited <laughs> to do this. The little things like that. Like I was like, I just got to keep doing this stuff and, and help these guys and yeah. kind of flourish into where I am now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, 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 uh, with, uh, just kind of the way things have been laid out with, with tortoise and sleepy well and, and the other, you know, business you guys have, uh, it's, it's, once again, trailblazing, right? Like, who who the hell is Barn st- Barnhouse, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, Barn Town. Town. Yeah, that guy was awesome too. He, I did an episode with him at uh, at Ren House, right? It was just like, hey, he's here. We we're doing something with with Ren House, and would you want to do an episode with him? I'm like, fuck yeah, I do. Like, I don't yeah. even know the guy, but he looks cool. <laughs> you know, he looks like he has cool shit. But um, so that's that's easier said than done, right? In theory, it's like, hey, we're gonna make connections with all the best breweries in, in the country or the region or whatever it is, but to actually follow through with that and then have those breweries like Cerebral be like, hey, we have some beer for you. Yeah. That's incredible. Yes, it is. Right? It's, it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So what did you see as you as you came in? Because th- that was kind of already rolling uh, by the time you got to Tortoise, right? Yeah. Like Justin started kind of hitting those relationships or creating those relationships, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he's he's definitely on the forefront of that for sure. That's that's kind of his niche that he does. And, and it's awesome. I mean, I think he probably met them when he was back visiting uh, his wife, Kristen, at the yeah. time. Yeah. In yeah. Des Moines, you know. And I mean, just having being back from uh, the Midwest and going back and, and making those connections with people. It's like people like to connect with, with people that, you know, it's it, unique things that I'm, I'm from 
Ohio, and then yeah, my wife is from Des Moines, Iowa, and it's like watching like him talk to people, and when he connects with people like that, it's like the Midwest thing. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand it being from here, but I'm like, man, it's 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 funny stuff. <laughs> yeah, so. it is incredible. It it is incredible. Yeah, I mean to 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 see the tapless. I mean, so I I try to. Uh, if possible, I try to err on the side of, all right, I'm going to try you know, go with something local. But you come here, and, and, and I don't take this as a, as a negative at all, but I'm like, shit. Like, Cerebral, okay. I've got, you know, Weldworks, Wiley Roots, like things that I don't, you don't really see elsewhere. So it, it you, I, I think when I had Justin on before, his thing was like, I want to make the best, create the best of the best. Have the best of the best available for you. Yeah, I think originally talking with him back in the day he's like i just want to put a tap list together that like when i come in like i want to drink all of these things you know and he's yeah. like this this is my favorite stuff he's like it sounds kind of selfish but like at the same time it's like this that's what i want to do so yeah and it's going against the grain a little bit right i mean as much as we like supporting local because it is supporting local still it is but when you get the people that are fucking crazy about shit right yeah. uh was there uh was there backlash as far as like there's not enough local stuff or, or anything do you guys ever get that i feel like it would probably have died down by this point yeah Yeah. a little bit from time to time i think he probably has more insight on that especially with tortoise in the beginning Um, yeah but i mean nowadays i mean like you have you see bri you have tombstone we have red house you know arizona wilderness there's a lot of local stuff and and i mean even just in the last five years i feel like the change in in the beer scene in arizona is awesome like yeah so it's yeah it's great to see more and more up and coming and changes well not just well not just uh you know local breweries pedal house wilderness bri but uh you guys getting into it as well like everything you guys have like a trivia night and there's a beer for it somehow right <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, just, like but some of my favorite beers over the years have been like the tortoise or the sleepy whales like the the collaborations you guys do so that's another that's another notch on like holy shit that's it's pretty sweet yeah yeah still dream about the into the wilderness yeah. from last year <laughs> i know, I know. That was a solid yes. one. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. So you're working with Justin. Um, and at this point, were you, that kind of overlapped with you and Cotton and Copper? Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Well, How'd so so I used to live right down the street from Wandering. And right when Wandering was opening, I had, I was working at Helton. Um, so worked with Brian Helton, who's brilliant, amazing. Love that man to death. Right um, up there with Doc. Exactly. Right? Like those, yeah. yeah. Just yeah. like the respect and like, you know, it, again, when you when it comes to beer, it's expensive to do and they're just not going to put out shit product. If yeah. they don't like it, he's like, dump it. I'm not going to put my yeah. name stake on this. So I'm like, yep. that takes a lot of balls yeah. to do that. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I remember like Justin coming in and asking questions with Brian and Brian was like, just so, just seeing the community there, you know, because uh, I'd see Justin at Pig's Meow and knew him from there and, you know, um, Again, building those relationships, it just kind of comes back later on. <laughs> Where it comes so, full circle, yeah, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, um, Cotton and Copper, I mean, saw him in there, like the support and stuff during beer week and whatnot. Like, it, it, it was super rad. And um, at the time uh, when I left Cotton and Copper, I uh, reached out to Justin and Tony because I was like, hey, like, I'm in a transition period. I miss beer. Um, what do you guys think? <laughs> and luckily they sat down with me and like, you know, kind of the waters parted and I was able to get in and I'm super stoked. I mean, a lot of the people that work here, I've worked somewhere else with too. So it's, yeah. it feels like home again. I don't know. <laughs> Seeing all the same people in the beer industry too, that community again, it's, I, I feel like the beer industry in general is about building relationships and keeping those and like they're authentic. They're not the fake, like, welcome to Chili's. I'm going to be your server. It's <laughs> right. like, you can be your authentic self and people appreciate that. And yeah. so yep. I think that's the thing that like 
made me so interested with the company in general anyways like that's why I loved going to Wandering that's why I loved coming to Sleepy Whale you know it's it's almost crazy that I work here <laughs> now it's, yeah. it's humbling for low sure, key so. when you when you hit us up and you were like yeah like you know I'm kind of I'm leaving Cotton and Copper and I want to come work for you guys we're just an hour like holy shit teeth house hitting us <laughs> up like yo we gotta make this happen like it's gotta happen i don't know what cool we gotta do cool, but we man. gotta make it happen <laughs> right. so, keep it cool though keep it cool. but i'm like i don't know like do you guys i don't know if you guys like like me if you guys would like yeah i'm like sitting here like i'm bottom of the barrel like shit <laughs> and i'm like you guys really like me okay yeah. okay you mean this is something we could actually maybe do uh, <laughs> absolutely well what did you what did you come in to do and, and i want to back up a minute in a, in a second here to kind of stop talk about the creation of this but while we're on it like what what did you come in to do like what was the expectation of what you were bringing um i guess just my awkwardness <laughs> i don't know relatability <laughs> Um, I mean, I, I was just stoked to serve some rad beers and work with some awesome people. And, you know, um, I don't know. I just, I really missed the community. Like I saw a lot of old regulars from wilderness and from other beer worlds, um, at cotton and copper. And I loved that. Like I loved what chef Tammy was doing. I I mean, I'm in love with that woman. She's incredible. And, um, I mean, at the time I, I, I just left, uh, mostly because my, my sister's husband was leaving for air force duties for six months. And, Uh. Flexibility wise, it was like, you know, bartending, obviously, there's a lot more flexibility with that. So, um, made that step. My sister asked for help, and I said, absolutely. Uh, she has three little kiddos, and I was like, yeah, absolutely. I need to be more present, you know? Yeah. I think the last year's taught a lot of us, like, work life balance is very important, and, you know, making sure um, things that you're like, oh, I don't have time for that, or I, I can't take that Saturday off because it's going to be too busy and I'm going to miss out on money. It's like, no, like these family things and certain things are really important. And I, I'm glad that I had the flexibility. And I, I mean, I love what I do. Yeah. Um, and so still have that balance, be able to work with what I want um, and be able to have that time to help out you know, a little birth control with the kiddos. Like, <laughs> I can hang out with them, and then I'm like, okay, I'm good for a little bit. How old so, are they? Um, the oldest is 12, uh, middle of 7, and then my nephew's turning 5 this uh, weekend. Oh, yeah, that's, so. uh, yeah, that is birth control yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I wish somebody <laughs> would introduce me to that situation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had two, and it was like, done, yeah. no more. Like, don't you want to, we have two daughters. Don't you want a boy? Nope. <laughs> no, both me, me and my wife, like, nope, we're done. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's awesome, because it, it's been cool, you know, uh, you know, knowing you as a friend to, to kind of see over the last year, too, you know you're you're a badass as well oh, thanks lifting weights and shit you met you personal record this morning yeah right so how did you like is that something you've always been into or something you just discovered um so i i grew up playing competitive soccer um blew out my knee you know there's always a story oh i could have gone to college but <laughs> now really i like separated ligaments from my bone uh. and so anyways long story short i kind of got out of it um uh the last year year or so has been I mean rough on everyone and I'm a huge advocate for mental health Um, I speak out about it a lot because you know everyone I feel like a lot of people don't want to talk about depression and anxiety because it's oh I don't want to be feel weak or people to judge me or my you feel like you're the only one kind of yeah sometimes yeah I'm like if you don't speak out about it like everyone's going through stuff and I think the last year has really been a lot of people being like well I'm not going to speak out about what I'm going through because everyone's going through it and I'm like that's even more lonely so um, getting back in the gym, definitely, at least for me, it was a lot for mental health. It was, you know, getting back in shape and doing something for myself for once. Um, yeah. cause I have always put other people above me and I've always found like, that's my happiness. And now I'm like, Hey, it's okay to do things for yourself as well. So yeah. 
It's actually um, essential, right? Exactly. Like we're, I think we've got to a point where like we are forced <laughs> into it of like, you have to take time off. Well, what if I want to go out? Well, you're not allowed. <laughs> you know? yeah. Shit. Okay. You yeah. know? So yeah, that's awesome. And, and that's great that um, I feel like it may be, I mean, I've just been connected with this industry for about, you know, four, four and a half years, but um, I feel like the increase in talk about mental health is getting louder and louder. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you know, I always go back to John Lane with the, with the, I don't remember the exact number. Yeah. The, the, for the suicide the, hotline. Yeah. Yeah. Doing that beer every year. So I think it's really cool that people are, are, are speaking out about that. Yeah. You know? um, Cause I think, do you think services is a little bit more heavy in, in that? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, my mom always jokes about, you know, when are you going to use your college degree? I'm like, I got a psych degree and I use it every yeah. day. So, <laughs> exactly. um, not, a, not in a bad way by any means, but, um, it's, I mean, it should be spoken about. It's, it's something that when you come into work, you kind of leave that stuff at the door and that's just kind of an unspoken thing. And, um, we used to have a thing at Holderness where it's like, okay, it's showtime, you know, and you yeah. put on your face and you, I mean, it's almost an escape in a way too, because you're projecting yourself to be this person so that other people are having a good time and their environment is good. Yeah. Um, but sometimes you leave and it's like almost more difficult to deal with the things that you're dealing with or to like tra you know, push that trash back down. Sure. Um, so I think being open about dealing with those things and that everyone is going through trials and tribulations and it's okay to talk about it. And it's not, yeah. it's not being weak. It's not being, you know, overbearing or too needy or anything. It's, it's, Hey, like it's human. <laughs> human kindness it's being understanding of those things and you know i getting back into therapy helped me with that too and i'm yeah. okay with speaking out about that like yeah everyone needs therapy let's yeah. be real like right yeah i know many people that yeah. need it more than people that i don't you know? yeah so <laughs> yeah yeah i mean that's that's a big thing i got into and it, it's helped me and um my coaches are incredible it, it gives me that hour of doing something if that's the only thing i'm able to do for myself that day i'm like cool i can go in check out, leave my phone at the, you know, in the locker and go do something for myself. And then I'm yeah. right as rain the rest of the day. So yeah. yeah. Ready to kick the day's ass. Right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so see that, that is why, right. She brings much more to the table than just basic beer knowledge. I don't say basic beer knowledge, yeah. thorough beer knowledge, but she's a wonderful <laughs> person as well. All right. right. <laughs> so, all right. So back a little bit, um, what made you guys decide to, was this the first extension of wondering tortoise? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What made what? How did that perspire? Um, I know. So Justin sat down with me one day, uh, and was like, "Hey, I kind of have this opportunity," and and he's like, "I want to do this," and kind of picking my brain on it. And I was like, "Well, it sounds really cool. Like, I'm all giddy about it. I'm like, this yeah. this is sweet. Like, I have an opportunity here." And so we we sat down and talked for a little bit, and then we came and looked at the space, and it used to be an old auto body shop. It's it's crazy like to see a vision and, and watch him go okay like this is this is kind of what i envision and what's going to happen i mean there used to be a whole other building here that we tore down and extended the patio on so he's like a real life walking like one of those home improvement shows where they do the design diagram <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna drop this wall we're gonna bring this up what's this. gonna happen that's here. what he paints for you like in this in this yeah this when he, when i was like kind of listening to him and what talking about the build out and what he wanted to do and it was cool i mean even working with our contractors and stuff like they bring a lot of creative ideas uh, and, and yeah they're super awesome uh but, yeah, I was just looking at him and, and watching him, like, stand here in the space and be like, you know, like, it'd be really cool to do this here and, like, this here. And it, it was cool. We've had this connection from the beginning where we just kind of bounce ideas off each other and be like, you know, yeah. like, this sounds really good. Or, like, you know, like, we'll think about this one for a little bit. But it was hard for me in the beginning, like, to see the overall vision. You just like, shake your head like, yeah, yeah cool, yeah, cool. Man, yeah, right? Like, what? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know do what the well. hell I'm doing right now. So like, the cooler right. goes up there. No, yeah. like, what? Are you listening? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. I was just kidding. 
<laughs> right, right. Uh, uh, but then, yeah, so he just, I mean, watching it develop and go with over time, I'm like, man, it's it's really cool. And then when we kind of moved on to, to Theodore and seeing that, it was like, okay, like I kind of put a little more, I like got my wheels turning and like thinking about it and like helping out with overall design yeah. and that kind of stuff. So how do you convert a place like this into this? Right, right, well, right yeah. Was From the beginning, this. yeah, to see it and then see yeah. the end goal. That, that's we always talk about it's like one of the coolest things is just to see what it used to look like we always have to take pictures in the beginning throughout progress and we go and look at it and we're like man can you believe that that's what it used to look like yeah so it's it's well that cool. list is growing too right yep. like it's growing quickly yeah <laughs> yes it is you guys are out in like uh what's the the, the silver silver king and silver we opened king. in superior yeah dude that's awesome <laughs> yeah. that looks incredible out there though it's, it's super awesome and it's it's crazy we would joke about like we never ever would have thought we've been in superior but <laughs> that was my goal let's start i'm gonna go phoenix scottsdale chandler superior oh, geez, there's a, i just hit that cabinet right there. that's how close superior is uh, but uh all right i don't remember where where, where we're going i just looked up and i was just i don't know i'm just overwhelmed by the top list so yeah. <laughs> yeah uh all right so so for you when did it was it kind of your goal to get into ownership at some point and that that was or was was that your first introduction into possibility of ownership um i mean kind of when i worked i mean i've been in the service industry since i was 14 years old and kind yeah. of have, i've done a little bit of everything i mean from busing to hosting running to go serving all that and i was like man i i really enjoy this and yes going to school and that and i was like man i can't wait to it's weird to say but like go to work tonight and like yeah. do this stuff like i really enjoyed learning more and and doing that so i at one point, I was like, yeah, I, I want to open my own spot and do my own thing. Um, but I wasn't sure when that was really going to happen. Yeah. So to, to be able to work with Justin and kind of learn the ropes and go through and, I mean, just learn from everybody in the community every day. Yeah. Even the people we work with, it's like it's it's been it's been mind-blowing to me. Yeah. Like, I'm super thankful for that. Yeah. Dude, that's, so now you don't have to give me any of the secrets, but I just have a simple question. So I've been reading a lot of – I don't, I'm not a business person, right? I'm more of a creative and, like, hopefully business happens, right? <laughs> luckily, I, luckily, I have a really good business partner. So I'm like, dude, I got this really good idea. He's like, cool. How are we going to pay for it? And then how, is, how are we going to get paid for it? I'm like, well, we're not. He's like, all right, well, then let's look at something else, right? But so for just – so I'm learning a lot about uh, systems at this point, right? So I just feel – is Justin a very systematic person? He seems like a very – organized or is he all over the place we got to know i think it's a good i think it's a good mix of both to be honest he's just kind of crazy in my opinion just laughing like oh shit i'm glad you got that question not me so i mean i mean yes there are like certain things that you know like i he would talk and wake up every day and you 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 look at these things and put things into place and have your schedule ready and stuff but at the same time it's like you got to do that off the wall shit to kind of keep it fun and interesting and unique so i think he's a good mix of both but i mean bringing autumn to the table as our new regional manager it's like her really helping with systems and, and keeping, you know, organizing the spaces and, and all that little stuff, the spreadsheets and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I'm like, she's been really helping out with that. And I'm like, thank you. Like, yeah. I really need this. <laughs> like, I was like, we need just, you know, a little more structure to make it organized and easier for everybody to do their, yeah. their job. So, so she's kind of somebody that, that kind of makes sure that everything is operating uh, the way it should be. Yep. I mean, yeah. we kind of threw her into a whirlwind with everything yeah. opening, but I was like, it's going to seem chaotic right now. But I was like, you're doing a great job, and I, I love what you're doing for us. So have, faith. Yes. have faith. Have yep. faith that the, the tornado ends and, and your house lands on the witch, right? That's what happens. Trust me. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Like Because to see, the, to see things grow like that, um, you got to – you all, there's always a wonder in the back of your mind of like, are we expanding too quick? You know, things like that. But if you if you're if you're creating, 
You guys it's are doing it. Whatever it is, that's it's, it's, it's definitely working. a gut thing. Like yeah. with Superior, a lot of back and forth, and we're like, I don't know. And then just Bill Holmquist, our landlord out there, just I mean, just as genuine as it comes, I feel yeah. like. And he just kept pushing, and he was like, I'm telling you, and like all this. And I was like, a Superior, I don't know. Yeah, like, what's going on? But like, we just sat there, and we we're like, yeah, it's just the feeling in our gut, like something tells us that this is this is good, and yeah. it's been great so far. How long so, has it been open now? Uh, coming up on two months. Okay. Okay. So. Same kind of same concept. So uh, we do some craft beer. It, I mean, we try to build out each space a little bit differently, trying sure. to fit into the community and where we're at. Yeah. Um, luckily, I mean, that we didn't do too much on the build out with that. Bill Holmquist, who owns the building, um, he designed a lot of it. And he's okay. actually, he designs movie sets for, he's been doing it for like 30 years. He did so no yeah, all sorts of stuff. He's working on uh, Stranger Things right now and, and all that stuff. But he has, he's really creative and like seeing the design built out that he did in there. It was, um, it's, it's, it's awesome. But yeah doing the, the smokehouse and the food thing i working in restaurant industry for a long time i was like man it was nice to like only do beer and and alcohol and not have to deal with that and then we yeah. got into golden pineapple and it was like oh, okay like this is this is pretty fun like yeah. <laughs> I, I do miss this stuff it is definitely a challenge it's a whole different world sure but, yeah but yeah having the food concept in the smokehouse up there at superior has been really yeah. awesome Dude, you had me at Smokehouse. Yeah, I'm make the trip. Yeah. <laughs> when we were talking about it, like, what are people going to travel for that Superior also doesn't happen? It's like barbecue. Yeah. And Dell has experience in that. So who wait, who has experience? Dell, Who's uh, executive chef Dell. Oh, gotcha. So okay. He's executive chef at GP, and then yeah, he's also at. Oh, Silver gotcha. Now. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So he's he's a badass. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Building that team, man. Yep. Build, building yeah. the team. We can't do it together. You know, alone. It's like it's yeah. all together. Yeah. So. So what's the vision here, right? Because like, I, I mean, I know you guys probably have three places open in the, over the next couple of months, but <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but what's the, the, the Sleepy Whale specifically? What's what, what's the vision here? Um, I mean, keep bringing sweet craft beer, you know, and, and and pushing the envelope and trying to always bring in new stuff and uh, definitely mesh with. I mean, just the community in downtown Chandler has been super awesome and. Yeah. and I love this spot because it's not a bunch of like franchisee or like big business. Like everybody's small, independent business, and like, yeah, it's been a really cool thing to grow with. Yeah, and see those guys. So, well, I think it's cool too when you see local businesses that look polished, right? Like they look like they could be a franchise. Like you got Zooks, right? It's yep. yep. a local company, but they're yep. it's they got their shit together, yes, right? You know, I'm not saying you guys don't, but you know, not saying other Depends people don't, day. but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but that's why people love it, right? But no, it's it's. Uh, I, it's great, man. It, it, and what's going on, like in these little pockets, that you know, it's just it's awesome seeing. Yeah, definitely yeah. love seeing Chandler grow. It's, yeah, it's cool. And uh, I, we need to. I need to get another beer here. But before we, I, I've, I've got a new thing I want to start asking people. So you guys are my guinea pigs on this. Uh -oh. okay. All right. So, <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm like, oh no, I think I'm out of here. Uh, all right. What are two places around here? for food the, what, what are your two favorites recently you don't have to say your top or anything but what are two things you've been into lately tony in chandler yeah uh definitely brickyard i mean what brickyard, brickyard? hidden hidden house okay um so local craft beer and they do like small like tapas or like at brickyard okay um tapas and like shared plates and stuff like that like pork belly skewers are my my jam over there okay but right. they that is great and then hidden house is another extension of their okay um, which is also in downtown chandler they do more larger portion dishes and stuff like that so those are my go-to's for sure okay here all right nice tiffany 
Oh God, that's a hard one. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it doesn't like have he, to, did, he just took those two. Well, you know, like, you don't. Ha- they don't have to be specific. You can go out of range if you want. I just yeah. want to kind of give people some some of your guys' recommendation, right? Because you yeah. guys are in it more than like I. I'm, people were like they they were like, hey, dude, where should I go for you know pizza downtown? I'm like, oh, Bianco. I'm like, I've never been there, but I heard it's yeah. awesome, right? So you guys have been these places. I want to get recommendations from you guys to. Yeah, I mean so. Trotto. I mean anything that. Bianco does honestly it's like dream come true you yeah. go there and you're just like blown up blown out of the water with what he does um gosh clever coy has been kind of our hot spot lately um i love like i love all of their concepts um but clever coy is just like i i love their fried rice like they have their catfish fried rice and i'm just like oh my god <laughs> i dream fried. about that and i don't even like seafood in half the time so i'm like this is incredible and the service is great the location's amazing. We go to the downtown Gilbert one. They, I mean, so there's, there's a couple so locations. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I mean, there's so much good food out here. It's almost overwhelming putting yeah. us on the spot like that. That was great, though. <laughs> that was great. Like, I have catfish fried rice on my brain yeah. now. So yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you nailed that one. Both you guys did. <laughs> uh, uh, what about, what, what is one Arizona beer right now that, that you're really digging? Oh, jeez. I really like Tombstone Light. <laughs> Tombstone Light? Yeah. I don't think we have it right now because it comes and goes so quick, but. Yeah, I've been we have I mean, definitely pushing in the the lager pilsner thing, and, and yeah, yeah, it's just hits the spot. Is yeah. it in the white can or not the white can, but the lighter color like can? Gold, yeah, with yeah. some blue on it. Yeah. Oh, all right. Gosh, um, I've been really. I mean, this, I don't care if this is taboo. I've really liked a lot of the barrel age program that uh, Four Peaks has been doing. Oh yeah, it's not taboo. Um, I love Four Peaks. I like Big supporter. Always. Melissa and her crew out there. I mean, Melissa's a total badass. I have. S- I have so much respect for that woman. The the stuff that she's pushed, pushed through over the years and, like, just keeps climbing the ladder in the beer industry, and she's just, like, one of the most wonderful people. So chill about yeah. it, too. Just so, just, like, yeah, that's yeah, what I do. so anything from them. Um, I mean, Helton, again, I might be a little biased there, but their Northeast IPA, I could drink that all day. It's so yeah. good. <laughs> yes. Great recommendations, guys. Nice work. Nice work. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so um, where people find you, I, I always say this, like, what's the website? People can look you up, right? They know where to find you. Mm-hmm. So, guys, thanks for joining. Yay. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> we didn't, what did, where were you drinking there? I, was, uh, I have kombucha just because I got to run around town all day. Okay. All right. um, but actually, one of the guys, uh, Christian, that works at um, Hops on Birch in Flagstaff, he makes this. That's right. So, I met him when yep. we went up there and did the simple machine tap takeover. Yeah, super awesome, dude. Yeah, dude, yeah. that stuff is incredible. So he makes that right in Flagstaff. Yep, makes it in Flagstaff, and then he hand delivers it to us, which is also a nice treat no <laughs> so shit, when I don't Christian. get to go up there and see him. Yep. Shout out to Rock Stacker Kombucha. Yeah, excellent. Good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, guys, thanks so much. This was awesome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank yeah. you for having us.